Welcome to Team Luke for Minds Podcast. On this show, our mission is to help families just like yours. We'll bring you inspiring stories from brain injury survivors, advice from health professionals, and much more to help make the recovery journey a little easier. If you or anyone you know has a, suffered from a brain injury, this show is for you. Hey everyone, welcome to the Team Luke Hope for Minds podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jared Samuels. I'm Austin Morgan. And uh, today we have Brenda Tobar uh, on here to tell us her story. So I think this is a good place to start. Just tell us a little bit about you know what happened and what's, what's your story. Well, um, we uh, had a car accident about two years, May 17 of 2017. Uh, somebody, we were in a construction stop and somebody um, hit us from behind going about 80 plus miles an hour. Uh, he uh, was distracted on the phone, texting and driving. I don't know. One of those. I gosh dang texting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one of those. But anyways, basically, yeah, since we were stopped on the construction and uh, we, we were basically on top of the hill. So by the time he looked up, it was too late. So he ran into our car, uh, pushed us out of the way. What was he driving? He was driving a Dodge uh, pickup truck. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we, my husband told me to be careful. He kind of... I guess have a feeling and he's like, man, we're in a bad spot. You you may want want, want to pay attention. So as soon as I started looking at the re- rear mirror, uh, I, I saw he was coming too fast. So I started screaming, he's coming too fast. Like, I didn't know what to do. And the only thing I did, I started turning the steering wheel. And uh, yeah, well, I guess when he hit us, he pushes that other way until the oncoming traffic. Thank God there was no cars coming on the other side. Uh, and then he hit another three vehicles. Uh, so to, to, I guess at the beginning, way everybody got passed out. Uh, uh, when my, when I guess when everybody kind of woke up, I was already outside the car yelling, we got to get the kids out. You know, there was smoke on the car. It was not the, the car was on fire. It was a DVD player that exploded. Uh, so, I mean, mainly we were worried with that Sebastian, the oldest one, which he was on the back, uh, that he was the one that probably he was gone because he was, you know, bleeding on his face, you know, on his leg. Um, I mean, Adrian, he was completely out of it. He was not breathing. So, I mean, we had to get him out carefully. I have had some training on, uh, first aid, you know first responding that mm-hmm. kind of stuff so I kind of knew what to do um so I was just you know I was scared he had spinal injuries so I'm like be careful he can have something broken so like be careful when you get him out his seatbelt was stuck too we have to cut it out um and everybody else was kind of just you know pretty banged up you know the the ones that were on the passenger side all of them were kind of bleeding because the airbag pushed everybody against the windows, I guess. So my husband was hurt, but I told him, I was like, well, you know, just, you know, he's like, I can't move. And I'm like, you got to get out and start praying for the kids. Like, we just knew that this was above, you know, everybody's like, you know, there's no way somebody can help us. This is just, this is like life and death. I mean, you know, we need all the prayers and everybody that came and asked us, what do you need? It was more like we, you know, we just need prayers. Please pray for our family. There was nothing they can do. So, I mean, they already have called the ambulance, you know. Uh, they were asking the kids. They're big. So 
I, it, that's always been my scare that they're gonna think they're adults instead of treating them like kids, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but they asked them how old they were, so uh, it took 45 minutes for people to first responders to get to where we were at. Uh, it was right between Big Lake, Texas, and San Angelo. So, I mean, when we asked the guy at the hotel, I was like, where's the nearest McDonald's? He's like, 70 miles that way. And I was like, really? <laughs> I was like, well, where's the nearest Walmart? <laughs> 70 miles that way. And I was like, well, what else do you have? He's like, oh, well, you know, there's nothing here. You have to go 70 miles that way. <laughs> so that's where we were heading to. So we actually went back and time it, you know, and it was 45 minutes from where... The first responders were mm-hmm. but um uh, to i mean adrian's injuries you know like i say he had a massive brain injury he had a, a broken shoulder um he had you know fascia cuts too but uh he had bleeding in the lungs and chest uh sebastian he had a broken leg i mean you know he had facial fractures he had a brain bleed too and a fracture on his uh, skull. Uh, my husband, he had a broken jaw. Um, my older son, he had three fractures on his back. One of the boys didn't get hurt at all. He just, uh, you know, he, he braced for impact when he saw the truck. So that's, I think that's what it cannot save him. Uh, but yeah, we went to, we got sent to San Angelo. So it was, yeah, we had five ambulances and one helicopter. He didn't went on a helicopter in, um, uh, we, uh, I mean, I, I, I was okay the whole time until I got there and it just, you know, I started having memory problems. Uh, so that's the only reason I was not able to go with him to Austin where they sent him so that he needed to be in a level one trauma center. Um, and since, you know, nobody answered the phone from my husband's side of the family, but my sister-in-law, she was in San Antonio. So they, they say, well, we need somebody to come as soon as they can because this is life and death. Uh, so, but yeah, so it took me, it, this happened on a Wednesday and on Friday they released me and I mean, I went and saw him and they were basically giving me the worst news. I mean, news. they say he didn't have no brain activity, the, you know, the, I needed to be ready for a funeral and, uh, of course, you know, I'm a Christian, so, you know, we, we believe that, you know, he, I mean, he was not breathing, you know, we had to give him CPR for him to come back. So I felt like if God had gave him that, sort of make him survive that accident as bad as it was, there's no way, like, there's a bigger purpose for, you know, all this, like, you know, something good has to come out of this, but I didn't think it, it this was it. And so we, you know, I was just, you know, like, nope, I just, you know, I rebuke it. Like, I don't care what you guys say. I mean, you know, he's, he's going to make it. So we, um, you know, they told me basically we have to wait the weekend, you know, and see how he would do. But they say, boy, he survived the weekend that he was going to be a vegetable or like, because, the, you know, the severity of the brain injury. And we, he survived the weekend. And uh, from there, you know, they say, well, he made it, you know. Uh, we're going to fix his uh, fracture on his neck he, because he had an internal decapitation. That's what they call it. So he broke the C1, and that time they didn't know. They thought it was the C1, C2, C3, I don't know, whatever those three on the top. Uh, and a lot of the people, they say they say a lot, most of the people that break the C1, they die instantly. I mean, it's it's a really bad rate. Um, so they yeah, gr- that they're paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he had some spinal bruising, uh, 
But, uh, I mean, right now, like I say, he, I mean, they fix his, um, his fracture on the neck. They grab a piece of bone from the hip, put it on his neck, and they put a tray in a G-tube because they were expecting him not to, you know, be able to eat or anything, you know, breathe on his own. And uh, so he, he was probably in a coma about a month, I'm thinking. You know, once they did all the surgeries, they, you know, win him off all the medications and he opened his eyes and my husband's like well if you can open your eyes can you blink twice for yes and one for no and he did it so we were like you know he's there and the doctor's like nope you're in the now he don't have no brain activity that's not your son that's probably you know you know you're in the you're in the now and we're just like no there's no way you know we're asking him are you cold like you're in pain it's you know so we believe that we were communicating with him and they didn't believe until one of the nurses actually saw us talking to him. And they're like, are you talking to him? He's like, well, we told you, you guys said that we're in the Nile. And, uh, and so then the doctor came back and asked him some questions and he answered. And so they're like, How long okay. did that go on for? Uh, probably within the first week that he was awake. Oh. Yeah. And, uh, and so then from there, I mean, and it was right ar- around the last couple like last two days that when the doctors were able to see that yeah it was him that he was answering back and uh, so then we got moved to the inpatient rehab right there at those children hospital uh, wait before you move on mm-hmm. um how long was he in a coma for right about a month i think okay. yeah 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 almost four weeks yeah so but uh but yeah so we were in inpatient rehab i think i'm right about uh 150 days i'm thinking mm-hmm. if i can remember right, the right number but yeah i mean we were there for a while uh and that's what that's what we met uh rhonda you know she came and talked to us and we started going to the support groups uh when we were there which it helped so much i mean there's no way we would i mean everything was new to us i mean we have never heard of brain injury i mean until you're in those shoes then you you know it's, it's just a new world. Yeah, I mean, you nobody will understand it unless you've been through or your immediate family, you know, unless somebody wants to educate and take their time to, I guess, learn. You know, somebody that loves you, you know, they will learn about it, you know, so they can know how to help you or understand what you're going through, I guess. Yeah, so it's it's been a hard, you know, time. But, yeah, that's what happened with the accident. <laughs> what did uh, Team Luca for Minds do for y'all? Well, we uh, we actually, well, we to, to begin, I mean, I know they gave us all the welcome stuff, which, I mean, I still have, and I love all the information, you know, and since I was, I mean, walking until I have no clue what this, we just went through, it, it went fast, but I mean, you know, they brought us, you know, gift, you know, they invited us to their support group, which that was big, you know, for the boys to, you know, get out to and talk to all their family members from the you know, from kids that been through this, uh, and then the, once we got out of the hospital, they uh, they actually gave us a tricycle for Adrian. I mean, and it was, I mean, he have asked about his bike. I mean, you know, if you talk about a 10, 11 year old, I mean, that's all they want to do, go outside, play on their bike, go on the trampoline. And so he went from, you know, a normal kid to, I mean, everything that he could do, he couldn't do no more because he was in a wheelchair. So, 
it was really, really hard. I mean, I tried to stay away from everybody that has fun, you know, with their kids because, I mean, I don't want him to ask me, but he will always ask, I mean, where's my bag? Where's my bag? I mean, we lost the bag on the flood on Harvey anyway, so he didn't, I mean, there was no point of telling him, hey, you lost your bag. So we just didn't, we just told him it was not safe. You need a, you know, you need something different, you know. And he will say, well, can you just wrap pillows around me and then I just ride the back, you know. I mean, he just thinking, oh, well, they don't want me to fall. Well, put pillows around me. Like that one commercial. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, but yes, um, I mean, they came all the way to, you know, which it was a drive, I know, for them. But they came all the way to the house. I'm trying to, I don't, can't remember if it was his birthday or we were celebrating a birthday. But yeah, we basically did... We did it as a surprise, you know. I mean, Rhonda helped us to kind of organize it all. So, we, I mean, so it was amazing, you know, just to see him. And he loves to get on that tricycle. I mean, and we started, like, from just up and down the block, you know. And he can go now, and he can go about two miles. And, uh, you know, and he pushed before we would push him, and now he can push, you know, a little bit more. So he have gained a lot of strength uh, on it, yeah. But yeah, he loves the he loves the tricycle. He's like, I'm my bike, bike, my bike, my bike. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's my special bike. Yeah, so it's yeah. Does, does he have anything else besides the tricycle that he really likes or enjoys? Uh, well, he he has a gay trainer, but we we don't have a lot of space right now in the old house, you know. So we're hoping that once we're done with the new house that we're rebuilding from the flood, <laughs> from the fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, and then yeah. I mean, yeah, we got three flats already on our, yeah, wow. so, but we're close to finishing our house, so the house, the way that we did it, I mean, it's, it's, like, really open, so, like, kitchen, living room, dining room, it's completely open, so he has about, I mean, I would say about 30 feet of uh, open space, so our goal is we're gonna try to not have a lot of furniture in that area, you know, so he can, you know, either if, you know, he does it with, I mean, he can use a cane we did try to use the you know have you seen the canes that go on your arms we try and then he's not ready for those yeah so uh, he has a tr uh, you know a walker basically which he can use but you need space basically to be able to turn around and stuff yeah or all house was small what um can you elaborate a little bit more on the gate trainer uh it's uh, well it has um it's basically it's just a, like a walker but it has um like a belt uh, you can you can strap him on yeah so he don't fall since he still have the balance problem so i mean he may be able to walk forward but like if he would want to step back then he completely lose balance so that's the reason that we have to be careful with him if not he would take off and walk you know but he, he's not ready there yet <laughs> so it's like yeah i mean he can go forward <laughs> but not backwards and usually you know He's not going to think like, oh, well, I will, uh, oh, wait, I want to grab this behind me. And so he will not think that, okay, I forgot that I can. I don't have as much balance, you know, yet to do that. What has been your thought process as a parent going through, you know, from the month he was in a coma up through inpatient up until now? What has been your sort of well, experience? I think it's it's harder at the beginning, but everything goes so fast that you kind of have to jump in and, you know, just like you have, I mean, as a mom, I think, you know, you have to step up to the game and no matter what, you have to do it. I mean, you know, learn. I mean, we had to deal with, we went home after Harvey and 
there was no nurses. I supposed to have nurses 24-7, and guess what? I didn't have that because everybody was displaced, so I didn't have no nursing, and uh, we had to change his trade. And so my two oldest son, they had to learn how to do it. And uh, so they helped me to go through this, so I kind of pushed them to be a little bit more mature, you know. But, you know, I felt like, you know, as a family, immediate family, you know, that's what it does to you. It just pushes you, and you just naturally, you're going to want to help your kid. And it's the same with the boys. But, you know, now, this, you know, you're talking two years later, it's more the acceptance, you know, of how much he have recovered. Yes, he did have recovered. I mean, it's a miracle that he's here, and he does what he does. But we have been able to tell that he have slowed down on a lot of the stuff you know like we're not having like oh yeah oh my god you can do this you know all the emotional really fast recovery have slowed down so it's more yeah another thing too um so like you know you see him every day Mm -hmm. right it's hard to notice changes when you see him every day yeah um for example, you know, when I would go see my family in Canada, you know, I see them only once a year. Every year I go up there, it was just like, it was a wow to them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, and yes, I slowed down. Yes, it, it's not as fast or whatever else, but like, I, I still was changing. Like, it's just you're you're seeing mm-hmm. it day after day, and it's not really like you can't don't yeah. really notice that many diff- much differences. That's what I think. I um I always kind of go back. Like I come to Austin, you know a lot if I can. I got to visit his nurses, his doctors, you know, people that have been there since the beginning and they have seen him through the process. I mean, you know, the reunion, I mean, all that stuff. I mean, you know, they're like, oh, wow. And I'm like, you know, and I will ask them, I'm like, do you really think he's still, you know, do you think he's getting better still? And I mean, you know, because we don't, we think it have slowed down, but it may be the little small stuff. They, people notice it. We probably, but I don't know if it's part of the, the acceptance, you know, that we have to get ready for, you know, I mean, there's some kids that they never will walk ever. So, you know what I mean? So I feel like it's uh, not that we're ready to give up because I'm not giving up on him, you know, and I do believe that in miracles and I know that he can still keep getting better. But it's just, you know, it's the, like how much I'm gonna hurt if I, I I don't know if I'm just being strong, trying to make myself stronger and like kind of put a little wall to protect myself. Because I mean, my husband, he cries all the time when he see him and we have struggles. I mean, right now we're starting a new therapy by the end of the month and uh, it's a constru- uh, I can't remember the name. I've had to probably read it again and tell you, but they're gonna cast his right arm and he won't be able to use it for 24 hours, you know, for three weeks. And so, so he see if we can tell the brain, hey, well, you can't use this hand. Can you use the left hand? I feel like it's going to be torture for me. I feel like, you know, to me, I don't, I don't feel like it's the right therapy, but I'm still willing to give it a try if it's going to make him, you know. I mean, I know, so I have spasticity too. Um, I know when I was in the hospital, like, you know, the nurses, wherever I came to, like, the nurses kept telling me, you know, only use your right hand, only use your right hand. I was kind of reluctant of it, but then eventually I, that's, like, all I did. Like, everything was with my right hand. And, like, mm-hmm. now it, it's not 100%, but, like, I do, 
I'm, I guess I'm ambidextrous now. Like, there's some things I use my left hand, some things mm-hmm. I use my right hand. But, yeah, it's it's just yeah. takes time. I know, yeah. But, uh, you know, like, that's one of the things that, you know, we, we usually go and reach out to people. Like, if I know that you went through this, you know, like, I have asked you what well, have worked with you or what else can I try or how long that you still see improvement. And so we will, you know, we have to do that research and, you know, see. I mean, I don't care if at a ten kids you know three of them got completely fully i want to see out of all those seven left i mean even if though half of those kids i mean yeah it's still after the two years i still was seeing improvement and it got halfway better i mean you know we want to hear it because you know i felt like you know we i mean it's two years with the same problem with the hand and so you just i mean i felt like if he would have more movement on that hand his life would be a lot easier like with the walker I mean, you know, because he cannot only use the right hand, which is what we have to do. We have to literally tie his hand with a wrap so he can hold on to it. If not, then he can walk a walker with one hand. So that, I feel like a lot of his balance problem is because he can trust, he don't trust his left side. You know, I mean, he drags his feet a lot. And so it's it's the whole left side, you know, mm-hmm. that he's having problems. So it's just, you know, it just, to me, it just makes sense that it's not, a, you know, like it's not just the hand. It's like completely, you know, like your brain, you know, the right side control the left side. So how much damage do you had more on the right side than the left side that, you know, the right side recover a lot more, but it's still not 100%, but it did get better. And the left side is getting better. So, we, you know, we're not giving up. We're still trying, you know. My, um, so. so, two things. My, for one, my uh, neurologist told me, he was like, you do your max amount of healing that first year. Like, you just, less swelling, less, you know, you're recovering really quickly. But then he's like, then you're going to heal for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And so... I was a little bit reluctant on it because I don't want to spend the whole life healing. I'd rather just be done with it, but you know, whatever. <laughs> my, my details. Anyways, um, but um, it is this coming, or next month actually, it'll be um, five years for me, and I'm still improving. I still notice, I even like, I notice the differences. Like, when I say I notice them, like, yes, they're more spaced out. Like, you know, one might be, you know, take a couple of months before I notice something changes in it but like you still you're going to be improving your your brain is constantly trying to fix itself trying to remap itself rewire itself and it just takes time and i yeah. that time card i, I don't like it uh, <laughs> yeah. well it, it's it's uh it's have got a lot harder with adrian because he started noticing you know like the kids don't want to play with him kind of so he's having a lot of emotional problems too which you know i mean until you have no clue why the doctors keep asking him all these questions about, you know, do you feel sad? And I'm like, he's not sad. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then once we had one meltdown, then guess what? We had another one. And then we noticed that he noticed the kids don't want to play with him, you know. Or they do want to play with it, but guess what? He can't catch up with them. You know, they're running back and forward. And by the time he made it over there, they already whacked back fat, you know. And so it's, it's really uh, hard for him. So he have cried a few times, you know, I mean, you know, I don't have no friends my age, you know, 
or, you know, but he does feel really comfortable whenever he's around people that have been through where he's been through anybody that has in a wheelchair. It don't matter what age it is. He has a lot of friends, but he just miss the kids his age. Mm-hmm. Like he missed that part, you know, but I'm like, I can't push people to stop their world and, you know, accommodate Adrian that we do want to. Uh, I guess bring awareness, you know, and I, we wish that everybody would teach their kids to, you know, accept other kids, no matter what the difference it is, because it's different, you know, for, I guess for you guys, they're, you know, more, you know, you guys were more, uh, now you guys, they're adults, you know, I don't know what you guys went through on that time, you know, if you had any problems like that, but like with Adrian, I don't know, it's just, oh, he's a kid, yeah, <laughs> so it is, you know, but it's, it's something that, I mean, until you see the first one. And I mean, you know, I have noticed that the kids didn't want to play with him, but I would distract him. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to cry and show him that, oh, I noticed that because then he's going to notice it. So I guess, you know, I don't know. We kind of camouflage a lot of the stuff that he can do. Is there any type of uh, handicap community where you live we do. that you can join? Well, not not where we are. Okay. <laughs> we actually, uh, like, we go to Miracle League. Uh, that's an hour and a half away from us. And so what, we, what is that? It's it's just, they have a whole uh, uh, playground, you know, for them in the wheelchair. They play baseball, so they have adapted sports. Uh, and so like on Wednesday, that's where we, we go to the, to, to the gym and there's a, a trainer, it's called normal to be fit and, uh, they work out with them and help them to gain, gain a lot of more upper. They work a lot on his arm, you know, I mean, do the weight, but pull it to the side, you know, it's stretching the, the muscle. And so he loves it. You know, uh, we start playing softball. I mean, I'm telling you, he can use the left hand, but I'm telling you, he can hit that ball with that right hand. <laughs> He's really, really good. I mean, but he can't push his wheelchair and be. So that's why I feel like I'm trying to gain that left, and that's my prayer all the time, that he can get that more, uh, you know, even if it's not 100%, but, you know, if it's 50%, a little bit more, that he can push that wheelchair, he can participate a lot more and be more independent too because i have noticed that you know i mean if if we don't push him who's gonna push him so we always you know either his brothers how i am we're pushing him and so like in you know there's miracle leagues which is everybody participate you know which is okay but you know i mean you're talking about like down the road if he wants to be a little bit more competitive and participate you know we want him to have the opportunity to feel good about that and you know I mean, you see how many Olympics they have for, you know, kids with, this, I mean, with the people that, with disabilities. So I mm-hmm. feel like, I mean, why not? You know, I mean, he may like softball, basketball, and if he wants to play, I mean, I would love for him to be on the, you know, what is it called? Para, para, I can't remember. You know, the, the Special Olympics. Olympics. Yeah, yes, yeah. there we go. And so, you know, I mean, to me, I get excited, you know, and this, you know, so it is, you know, I mean, I get excited for my kids that they do something before, you know, it just changed. Now it's Special Olympics, so, you know, it's extra special. That's what I feel like, you know, he has, you know, he's more special. So, I mean, I want to I wanna be excited for him, but I want him to try. Like you say, like that friend of yours, you know, I mean, with the cars, I mean, you know, I, I do get scared of a lot of stuff because I want to put him in a little bubble, 
crap, you know, and don't, mm-hmm. you don't want him to get hurt again. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, we got to try it. I mean, we got, we went and swim on the river. I mean, believe me, we're running into snakes. But I'm like, guess what? I mean, we used, he used to love that. He loves camping, and I'm fighting for, you know, hey, I want I need some all-terrain tires. They're like, well, guess what? They don't cover it. And I'm like, bring it to me. You know, I'll find the funding. You know, I want to, you know, just tell me how much it is, you know, because mm-hmm. this is you know, the freedom that we want to, you know, we want to fight for them to keep, you know, keep pushing forward and be happy no matter the way that you are. Even if it's a little bit different, if you're slower, if you have problems with anything, I mean, we're still going to push for that. And uh, I feel like it just, you know, and, and, I, and I don't cry, believe me. I mean, it's rarely that I ever cry, but I feel like, you know, I just, I always say, you know, I mean, I have to be strong for him. If I cry, then I'm letting him, a if I'm weaker, then I feel like I'm passing that, you know, and I have to, you know, be positive about everything, even with people. I mean, keep people that are positive around my kids. And if you're not going to be positive around my children, if you're going to be ugly towards my kid or make any remarks about anybody that has a special disability, then you need to stay away from my family. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's the reality, no matter if it's family. And we have had some trouble with that. But I was like, you know what, it's my, you know, it's Adrian and everything revolves about Adrian. I mean, you know, and, the, you know, the boys now, I mean, I just put them in football after, you know, they have never played sports before. And now after this, you know, we're like, hey, well, guess what? We find a homeschool, you know, association that they have for football. And I'm like, you know what, it's going to be hard. But I was like, you know what, I want to give them because they have gave so much for Adrian. They do so much for him. You know, if you want to, you know, go to school, I mean, we're going to support you. We would do what we have to do, you know, to try to, you know, pay it a little bit for them, you know, because they have gave so much since the accident. I mean, always there. I mean, waking up in the middle of the night, picking up Adrian and taking him to the restroom, go wash your brother. I mean, you know, anything. I mean, it's just, you know, we don't realize how much family really help until, you know, you go through something like this and, you know, some people will step up to the game and just watch. Some of them don't. Some people will just stay away from you. And I'm like, you know what? Sometimes it's for the best. You know, you don't want, uh, you know, you don't want people that are just going to be there. <laughs> just watch. You know, sometimes you just need, you know, I need support. Even if you can just hold the towel for me, it's like, hey, just hold Adrian the slippery. <laughs> I can't hold him by myself, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's 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 been a blessing, you know. I mean, I will. It I, I know it's a hard thing to say, but like I almost don't wish that it would not happen. The only thing we wish is he would not get hurt. But the only the, the only reason that I said this is because I would never meet everybody that have walked through this, you know, through all this. I mean, you know, from emergency responders, we went and met most of them. We we have a few that we haven't catch. But, I mean, we went to every town that responded to our accident. We have met them. You know, we have, you know, we share part, every part of the process of Adrian. We, I mean, hope for minds, you know. I mean, you know, Dell's Children's Hospital. I mean, you know, they're part of your life because they were there for all this. And, you know, everyone was a blessing. And, like, you know, you can't take it back, you know. I can't take back the boy that I have. I mean, he was a different person. I, I feel like I cry and I grieve over him because I almost, I felt like we lost him because he's not the same, and I don't think he will ever be the same. But we got a better version of him. So, 
I mean, you know, I will never change who he is now. I miss who we had before, you know. I mean, I miss it. I watch the videos all the time, and I'm like, and that's when I feel like I cry because I'm like, you know, he was just, uh, you know, a little boy that wanted to play, have fun, you know. But guess what? Now he's fun. She's charming. I mean, he's silly, and uh, and he has so much love for life. He wants to, you know, he want, he's nice, you know, to people. We went to a Special Olympics race that they had. There was one other kid with a wheelchair, and he went the first race. I mean, the kid couldn't push his wheelchair. His dad was pushing him. This, so they had another race. You know, they had like a 25-meter and a 50-meter. Well, the second race, he, he was not pushing. And I was like, Adrian, go, go. And everybody that's like looking like, what's going on? Nobody realized it. He was like stopping so he would let the other boy win. I mean, you know. What else do you want? I mean, mm -hmm. I don't care. You know, he has a big heart. So, I mean, I don't care the way that you are. You know, we love this new kid. And, you know, if you're going to have that heart, I'm like, hey, go ahead. I mean, it's okay. I mean, you know, everything else will be okay. I love so. your positive attitude about it. It's it's definitely um, a thing that needs to happen. Like, mm -hmm. it's a drag ranger is so, like, it's daunting in every aspect and like keeping your um head above water like that means mm -hmm. so much and makes such a big difference um we were talking before we started the podcast about um adrian's ability to walk can you describe that a little bit well he uh i mean he can take steps i mean he have a he surprises. He actually didn't do it because of therapy. I think he did it. He did actually while we lost insurance. So we had Medicaid before, and you know how I don't know if you have know about it or if you ever guys have to go through it. But I know a lot of parents go through this. You know, I mean, he's legally disabled, so he should qualify for SSI. But because he's under eighteen, he has to go into mom and dad's income. You know, so no matter if we have. SSI, it's not enough. I mean, yeah, sure, you get all the therapy and everything for free because, you know, government's paying for it if you qualify for it. But, you know, I mean, you still need to drive him. I mean, I, I have to drive an hour and a half to two hours every time that he has therapy. So, like, right now that we're starting this three-week therapy, guess what? I'm going to have to be five times out of the week. So I'm going to spend all day, five days out of the week for three weeks on therapy, have to pay parking and all that. So... We lost Medicaid, you know, so that we were in private insurance, so we have to wait. You know, when you get a new job, you have to wait, you know, sometimes between 30 and 90 days. So we lost insurance. Well, they dropped him from therapy. They're like, well, we'll wait for him. Um, so we, we were at home, and it just, you know, he was just uh, pushing a little bit. I mean, I'm trying to think. We were having so much rain, and, you know, we live in the country, so it was muddy, and so we we're like, oh, my God, we can't be carrying this wheelchair in and out. I mean, it was a pain. And so we just left it on the car, and we just used it for the hospital when we were out. But when we were in, in the house, we just set it down. I mean, we were helping him, of course, but then he started reaching out, you know. And, you know, but that's why they work on PT. They work on getting you strong on your legs and everything, but they always have, a, you know, uh, they're always holding you. And so he just started, you know, taking, you know, like one two steps and we we're like oh my god you know that's amazing you know but i mean we uh, we have noticed that he did get you know he lost some of the balance so it's kind of like back and forward but part is part of the brain injury so the balance part so he's supposed to have i mean he's supposed like i say he had spinal injury so uh in the bruising on the spinal cord so 
he has like this left paralysis. So that left side not supposed to work at all, but he does. I mean, he drags his feet and his hand. He has all that plasticity and stuff. I mean, he can't control that, you know, the brain told him the can A, I want you to do this, but he have got better. And, uh, so yeah, so basically, I mean, he can, I mean, he can take steps. So he has a, with a gait trainer, I mean, it's super easy. I mean, he just takes off, which we usually go to the mall and since they have carpet, I mean, he, I mean, he just take off and he's walking, you know, all over, you know, so he can do it like that. It's easier, but by his, by himself, you know, I mean, if you ask them, they would tell you he's never going to be able to do it, but he, I mean, you have seen him. I mean, he can take a couple of steps and be okay with it. The only thing it is because he just, you know, I mean, he gets excited and he's like, Ooh, I mean, everything tones. Uh, so a lot of it is the toning, the balanced part. So, I mean, he can do nothing backwards. So that's what we have noticed that he, you know, he was trying to reach back to the wheelchair and then he completely lose, you know, so he fell a couple of times. And so, I mean, he, uh, he had twice, he fell in, and he always fell on his left side. So, which it makes us think that it's because it's the left side is not strong. So when he's trying to trust it, it don't work for him. So he had a big old bruise over here and I was freaking out. I mean, we went, took him to the emergency room. He was okay. But I mean, you know, I was freaking out. I mean, you know, I saw when Luke fell down, you know, with the wheelchair when he had that surgery. I mean, I was freaking out and I was like, oh my God, you know, I mean, well, you know, what happened? He fell and hit himself on the wrong side. So we, I mean, we're trying to be careful, you know. I mean, I know he wants to push more than when, where I think he, you know, I mean, but I do want, you know, I mean, I don't want to stop him, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, I want him, if he say he can do it, go ahead, try it. But at the same time, I'm like, well, just at least let mommy know <laughs> so well, we can be by you. So a, a way that I like to f phrase a traumatic brain injury is, um, it's like you hit the reset button on your life. Mm -hmm. You go back to zero. And what were you like when you were zero? You were, you know, the terrible twos, whatever the threes. Like, it's, you, you're, you're curious. Oh. You're, like, wanting to try a whole bunch of new stuff. Mm -hmm. He's going through that phase oh, right yes. now. Like, he's just wanting to try everything. Mm -hmm. Like, see what he can do, what he can't do. And if yeah. he can't do it, he's going to try and be yeah. it. Like, I know I went through that for the long, I'm still going through that now. Like, I'm, you know, if anything comes up that's challenging to me or, like, just isn't what it used to be like I work towards like trying to improve that like it's it's a never-ending process and um yeah uh, I, I guess I just you know it's it, I, I know it's hard and one of the things that was hard which I mean I mean I can tell you a lot of people can tell you I, I mean I don't post a lot sometimes on Facebook no more I mean I post some stuff but I got to a point where I was taking putting videos of him taking steps with the walker or whatever and people just assume he's walking and then they will be like oh I'm so glad you know and they would jump the conclusion that he's back to normal and then whenever they would see me oh he fell down and got hurt and they're like why what's going on you know but the, that's the problem because the misunderstanding of something like brain injury I mean you know you, you never know how your brain you know I mean some of the parts gonna reconnect sure but then if these I mean you know and I feel like you know it's still you know 
like a lot of them is still changing, you know, constantly changing and try to reconnect in different ways. So they don't understand that. I mean, we, we, we hit some steps forward, but once in a while, I mean, I feel like we go backwards, you know, I mean, you know, the toning, this plasticity, I mean, you know, we try something, you know, like medication and you want to try something different. I mean, I love the, when we were in Dale's children and they did Botox, I thought that was amazing. And so then we went to a different hospital and they don't want to try it at all. And so, you know, it's one of those where you want to try new stuff. But I'm like, you know, since all the kids are different, I mean, why we got to, you know, we can't assume, I guess. And so that's why it's, it's been hard for me on that part The, you know, don't like, you know, don't assume because, you know, like I see you and I see you and you look normal to me. But, you know, if you tell me, like, your plasticity, I mean, I and I can, you know, but it's just, you know, I, I can see the pictures of your accident before, and it's like, I mean, wow. I mean, that's amazing. You have recovered so much. But the people know the little details that you have, you still go through. They don't know. And so it, that's kind of, I feel like, this, like, the hard part on the assumption of yeah, can you- what's going on talk about like the value of having that support group like that team look support group oh, I think people it's that amazing. have been through it so you can avoid the or at least have less of those situations yeah them. I think it's you know it's good because I mean like you know like if you have a question about something or somebody else have different problems I mean we kind of just share and then we'll be like oh well yeah oh really oh well you know what I, I tried this and this worked for me and I mean I have done that when I went to the support group I mean you know they share some of their experience I mean I'm gonna try you know because it may be that this didn't work for my kid but it may work for the other one so I mean, I, I feel like it's amazing. I mean, we I was talking just to my kids. I was like, oh, I know it's, it's hard to come over here all the time, but I'm like, you know what? And I was like, I feel like, you know, I'm, I wish, you know, that we'll have the opportunity to start something because I have met like two moms that have brain injuries and there's no support system over there close to Houston, anywhere in the Houston area. And I saw on, you know, people want to start it. They just don't know how to. And... I'm just, you know, I guess we just got to pray about that, one. <laughs> you know, that if the opportunity will come, you know, it will be good to start something, you know, because I mean, I can come once, you know, in a while and come to the support group, you know, but I mean, you know, how many people can they drive? I mean, and depends how well you kid. But I mean, I remember when I came to the meetings, I mean, there was people that were driving to three, you know, two hours, an hour away. So I was not the only one that was, you know, but you go to that extra mile because you want that support. You're, you know, you're always reaching for that. And if you get can get two hours of support, you know, and they always have somebody to talk to you, you know, they always have so much resource and that's what we need, you know. We need new things to try. And, you know, when a group like Hope for Minds is providing you that, I mean, why not, you know? I mean, I have had a couple of months that I haven't come. But, you know, I mean, Rhonda knows. I mean, you know, if I have an opportunity, I will drive, you know. And so it's three hours for me, three hours drive, you know, to be here two hours. So we're not getting home until 11, 12 midnight. And, you know, but the boys love to be with the kids. I mean, Alex, I mean, they love Alex. He went through the brain injury and, he, you know, he, you know, they share that connection with, you know, Adrian. And so, you know, and we get to meet them, you know, we get to talk about school, you know, and they share their info. I mean, you know, even like that, because we homeschool, but I wanted to know how the school and all that. And to me, I felt like it was not, I mean, you know, I was just, I'm not yet there yet. I mean, he's not there yet. 
you know, to be in normal school. But So earlier you're saying his physical therapist were getting him to work out, right? <laughs> um, do you think uh, lifting weights has played any role on his spasticity? Oh, I know it did help him, yeah. I know it did because we were able to, I mean, you know, just, uh, you know, from like two weeks that we were there, I mean, that stretch and everything, he was able to lift his arm, you know, higher. And we are like, oh, my God. I mean, he couldn't do that before, you know, and we were able to tell. I mean, he he, want, he wanted to get in that treadmill. He wanted to get and he wanted to get on the treadmill. And we're like, you know, you can do that. I'm like, how is he going to get on a treadmill? I mean, he can. Well, they have one of those. I don't know if it's, you have to walk and push hard to make him move. Oh, yeah. We didn't, by the time we turned around, guess what? He had got on top of that thing. And he, I mean, he, he didn't know what to do. And so we had to hold him, you know, because I mean, yeah, he didn't have the balance. And, you know, he's there with one hand holding and the other hand is doing like this, you know, with this plasticity because he's working too hard. Uh, but, you know, but he was able to take, you know, I mean, he got on the treadmill. I mean, and he was trying. And I was like, you know what? He got, he had a, you know, hey, I want to get on that treadmill. You know, we told him, no, you can't do it. Guess what? He still did it. So, you know, every time we will go, he's like, what well, can I get on the treadmill? And so we help him to get on it. You know, the only thing is the safety part. You know, I mean, you could get hurt, but you didn't. So it's okay. So the only thing is we have to, you know, which that's what we always have to do for them. You know, I mean, depends who it is. You know, if he had it more severe, you know, and he don't have the... Uh, I guess that safety, you know, thinking, you know, he don't know what's, you know... You know, he's like, warm your food, he forgets about it, and then he put the food, he tried to put the food on the microwave with a spoon on it. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, you can't, why not? I was just trying to warm it up and all that. But he, he, he has a lot of memory problems, and he forgets, he gets distracted. So, like, we warm up his, you know, we serving food, and then five minutes later, well, can you warm up my food? They might warm it again. Guess what? He got distracted. So... Can you warm up my food? I'm like, we already warm it up three times. You're not getting no <laughs> you know. No, eat it like that. But you know, it's just part of the yeah, part of the brain injury, you know, it's just the distraction is horrible. <laughs> but yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, we just Well, I mean, like, um, so I was a, a straight A kid in high school, like I was like uh, number ten in our class and um obviously college is harder for one, but after the injury, like my GPA sucked. Like it was, you know, two point five three for even now. Like, but just last semester, I've noticed like changes to where like I started understanding the material. Started like I don't know, just it, it came to me naturally. <laughs> it's weird. It, it, I mean, you know, five years out, it finally came. But yeah, it's you know, the example of like everyone has everyone's brain injury is different and mm-hmm. like. It recoveries going at yeah. all at different speeds and like yeah so. Well, he he has he has really problems with uh, he never know what day it is. He never know what time of the day it is. He never know what month, day or year. He cannot recollect that information. We have tried different calendars. We have we tried Legos. We try you know you write it down every day. Look at the phone. And, you know, he can, you can tell him right now, oh, well, today is Tuesday. And five minutes later, he do not know this Tuesday. He, 
he's like, what's today, Sunday? Are we going to church? I mean, but he, he can recollect some of the info from those days. Like, he knows Tuesday is Popeye's, so he likes to go to get the special for Popeye's. You know, he likes chicken, so, you know, so he knows Sunday's church. So, he, I mean, he won't know, but if you tell him, oh, today's Sunday, oh, we're going to church, right? <laughs> You know, so he would know that, but he would not know the, I mean, why, you know, he won't know that, hey, we didn't went to church. We just, yeah, he would throw fit. He wants to be at church. And so if we have something going on, we just told him it's Wednesday. So that's bad on our part, but I guess we used to the, <laughs> the brain injury towards our favor sometimes. Um, um, so I think we've touched on a lot and it's cool to get a parent's perspective. Um, because we haven't had that so far. Um, what's been like the most challenging part for you? Like if you could do the reach part that you've, you've talked about so far, what has been the, the most difficult and what have you like overcome sort of from the beginning and then on now through the whole process? It's kind of a hard question. We just <laughs> had that question of the longer, what, what it was. Yeah, just Sunday we had to have that he, interview. He doesn't want the hard question. You <laughs> <laughs> should have prepared me for this. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard. I mean, I guess, you know, I know it's hard, you know, the wheelchair part, you know. I know it's, you know, the... I guess, I don't know. We wish, you know, he will move a little bit more faster, you know. The left side, I feel like, you know, that's been hard to, you know, like we wanted to get better, you know, uh, so he can have more independence. I mean, we worry a lot on, like, what will happen if something happened to us, you know, the parents and, you know, is, is his brother's going to step up? I think they will, you know, but we worry all the time about that, you know. I mean, you see homeless people on the side of the road, and so, of course, you know, we have nightmares, you know, and you see all the studies, you know, how much, you know, with brain injury, you know, they say that it's twice likely the kids, you know, the people that have brain injury to commit suicide, and you don't think about it until you know that, hey, guess what, there's a lot to be sad about it, and so we're like, let's try to make him happy, so I guess, you know, it's just, you know, the positive part, I felt like, you know, if if I, if we, if we would not keep positive about everything, then I think, you know, we will sink on a hole, you know, being depressed ourselves, you know, as a parent, you know, I can cry all about it, you know, and uh, then I'm going to make him sad, but if he see me strong, then, so it's just going to, I don't know, it's kind of overall, you just got to keep pushing. He's, I feel like you guys are the one that push the pair, you know. Yeah, I, know, I hope you guys know that, mm -hmm. that you guys are the ones that push us, you know, because you guys are being strong through all this. You guys are the ones that went through this. So, you know, it's like, you know, if you went through all this and you still have a smile, you still like you guys are reaching out to, you know, inform people, you know advertise all these inclusion you know that it's okay brain injury is here it's so much brain injury i mean you know we gotta educate people and if you guys can do all this after all that you guys went through why can't we what is my excuse to be sad why should i be sad? i'm not in a wheelchair you know i'm not over there having fun with my friends you know I, i'm not missing on that i mean i still get to do all that so it's just you know yeah, you guys are the ones that push us. I mean, you know, I feel, like, really inspired every time I talk. I mean, I talked to him before, and I felt like 
I mean, he's pretty cool. So you guys are our heroes, you know. I mean, I met you today, and mm -hmm. I'm just thinking, you know, that's amazing. I mean, you, you guys went to university, you know, moving on, and that's why, you know, me two years after the injury, I mean, that's why I still have dreams, you know. I want him. I mean, he, he just wants to be a cop. And guess what? Every time he runs into a cop, they tell him, you can do it. Mm -hmm. And that's what, you know, we want to, you know, tell people that, you know what, we got to push our kids to, you know what, it's okay. I know you went through something hard, but you can still make something. And so See, it's... To me, the um, I think a, a big thing that every patient and caregivers, of course, but I'm seeing patient because yeah. I've obviously went through it, but like every patient needs some sort of inner drive whatever it is whatever um motivates you inspires you like mm -hmm. go after that because it, it traumatic brain injury it, it is daunting it is it's taxing it's it's upsetting it's you know like you said it, it sucks seeing your friends doing all the stuff and you can't do that mm -hmm. um however if you find that inner drive and you focus on it work on it like that's all that matters now. And yeah. like, you just focus on. How old you were when you had your injury though? 18. You see, that's, and th so that's how I feel like, well, well, you know, you're an adult. So I feel like you can make, you know, when you're an adult, you can make decisions on your own. You know what I mean? Like as a parents, I feel like once you turn 18, you know, you learn how to be a man, you learn how to be a woman, you know, you start going to school, you, you're going to college, you know what I mean? You learn all about life and moves on. But so right now, yeah, that's what I feel like I'm stuck with, you know, not stuck, but I feel like now it's right now it's my job to let him make it to 18 with as much tribe as I, he can that he has dreams and keep pushing those dreams and keep him happy and tell him that it's okay to have this ability, it's okay that he don't have some stuff because he's he's gonna have to learn a different way to do it. But you know, and once he turns eighteen, you know, then he's gonna. I mean, he then he's gonna do the stuff that I may not like. You know, like he may want to race a car, and I will be like, you know, having a heart attack. You know? <laughs> but you know, I mean, he may want to try it. He may want to get on a bike. I mean, I see all these videos. I mean, I, kids playing basketball. I mean, you just don't want to see how these kids flip those wheelchairs. I mean, I was like, yeah, that he's not playing basketball. And then I met a girl. She had a car accident, same like Adrian, you know, same injuries. And I was like, oh, my God, you're not scared of flipping over. It's like, oh, Bob, she had it for seven, seven years. She's been on a wheelchair. So she's like, he's going to be okay. You just got to let him be independent. And she was like giving me her side, you know, like you guys do. So, you know, to me, like, you know, she had exactly the same injuries and I was worried that he's going to flip that wheelchair and get, get a boo-boo, you know. And then this girl is telling me, I mean, you know, I was six years old when I had my injury and I'm thinking six years old and look where she at and she's playing every sport she can. So I'm like, you know what? I mean, that that's, that's what I'm saying. This is the, you know, you guys are the little kids that are pushing like all the parents, you know, to A, it's it's okay, you know. I mean, he may want to go to college. I'm like, guess what? If he can, if he needs help, then I may have to be there with him. But you know, I you know we, you know we're looking for you guys. You know, we're looking for all those success stories. You know, and all the, all the kids that you know. That way, we can hear your story. We can hear what 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 help you, so we can do it. And we like to talk to the moms too because I want to hear what your mom, you know thinks about it what was the mm -hmm. hard part of you know like you want you're right now you're doing i mean all the parents you know they may barely starting with a brain injury and they have no clue 
you know, and it's hard. And I know they're probably crying. I'm there at the beginning. And, but then guess what? I mean, I'm not sharing that tear right now, but guess what? I almost lost four of my children, my four kids. You know, we almost lost our kids. Adrian was, you know, gone for 15 minutes. I mean, that should be enough for me to share one tear, but guess what? I'm not going to let it happen because it's just, you know what? It just made us stronger. And so we got to just, you know, keep pushing. And I, I just love that, you know, that I, I get this opportunity because it's just, you know, we don't talk a lot about it. Not, and oh, not everybody wants to hear it, but we do have a big community of people that are going through the same that we're doing, you know, going through. And, you know, and they want to hear the stories. They want to hear that, you know what, guess what, my kid has spinal cord. You know, he had a bruising on his spinal cord. He's not supposed to be walking. And guess what, he's working towards that. I mean, yeah, he's still having problems. I mean, you're having problems still. But, you know, you guys still pushing through. And like I say, you guys are the ones that are pushing us to be stronger. Nothing is impossible. No. No, nothing. I think actually... I feel like we almost like you almost push more than, you know, other people, you know, I mean, other people would not try this stuff, but sometimes you guys want to try because, you know, I mean, how many people we have that they don't even go to school, they don't even graduate high school. Guess what? You guys went through a brain injury, almost died, and guess what? You guys graduate, you know, so that's the stuff that I'm like, you know what? It just make you stronger. That's all it is. It made you stronger. And, you know, you, you guys are doing a good thing here. I know. Shall we bring Adrian in? Yes, we can. Yeah. Go. Hey, Adrian. How are you doing today? Good. So, <laughs> I'm terrible at introductions. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, tell us tell us a little bit about yourself. How, how are you doing? How, how's life going? Love cake. Love cake. What kind of cake? Chocolate. Chocolate mousse, chocolate like layers, chocolate sprinkles, chocolate chips. What, what kind of chocolate you like? Just chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> no icing or anything? That's the way to go. Uh, icing, but just chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, that's fair enough. Chocolate. So how are you doing today? Good. I heard your mom's driving you all across the state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I um, I hear you can walk. Yeah, but not that far. <laughs> I'll fall on my face. <laughs> well, last time I saw you, which was I think half a year ago, um. You like came up to me. You're like, "Hey, watch this!" And you came, put your uh, brakes on your wheelchair, and stood up and took a few steps and went back. And I was, I was very amazed. How how how's it has it improved since then? Yeah. What what can you do now? Break dance. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. You get funky with it. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite music? Let You Down by NF. Oh, yeah? I know all the words. Oh, cool. All of them? I don't even, I don't know the words to any song yet. You're ahead of me right now. <laughs> Adrian, you didn't know that all of them had a brain injury, right? What? Yeah. If I had a brain injury. 
be he associated with brain injury. I don't know. It'd be <laughs> you used to? No, you or... still have it. You don't go away. You just improve over oh. time. Yeah. Pretty cool, huh? I mean, I'm still noticing changes five years after the injury. Oh, no wonder why you talk like that. Aww. I don't know if that was an insult or a compliment. <laughs> I want to take it as a compliment, though. <laughs> with, with, are you guys supposed to be nice, right? <clears throat> You're allowed to be mean every now and then. I'll, I'll, I'll give you permission. Okay. I'll be like your uncle. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're kind of a lot of bit goofy, aren't you? Yes. I have no idea how to breathe. <laughs> that That's... <laughs> From what I've heard, science has proven this too, but breathing's apparently important. I don't know why. <laughs> well, guess what? You're not? I have no idea how to breathe. But you're breathing right now. <laughs> no, it's... You just let some air out. No, it's just you're me... You're breathing right now. Me and my brother heard of this challenge he made up where you gotta, like, have the blankest face and say, I have no idea how to breathe, but in a weird voice. I have no idea how to breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Do do, do you need the blanket, though? I feel like that wasn't, like, adequate enough. Would you like a blanket? Uh, no. I need more of an inhaler. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, alright, fair enough. <laughs> Apparently you need an oxygen tank too. If you're not breathing, you gotta, you gotta get some oxygen. I you. can tell you're disabled because nobody ever left my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is? No wonder no one's laughing at my jokes either. <laughs> <laughs> so, am I like Getting interviewed too, or something. Oh yeah, you were, you're, you're the man of the hour. You you had the mic. We had mics too, but we're the interviewers. You were the, the little like light shining down on you right now. <laughs> you're in the spotlight. We're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you're disabled because. Nobody laughs like that except disabled kids. Yeah, because you tell uncle jokes. <laughs> are, I have a question for you. What? When you grow up, are you going to be a comedian? Because you are freaking funny. Mm, no. I'm going to be probably... A police. Why is that? Because they're awesome. So, so do you want to like get in like the crime fighting scene, like busting down people's doors and getting meth labs and stuff, or what? <laughs> what, 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 you, what you like chasing people, bad people, or like just doing stuff, and I can go to kids. Them dress up as Batman to 
inspire the kids. A All kid right. wanting to inspire the kids. That's that's cool. That's very and awesome. also I want cake. <laughs> <laughs> What's last time you gave him cake? Apparently it's been a while. <laughs> I did candy for my birthday. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's such a lie. Was it chocolate cake? No. Well, that what is your issue. You no. What kind of cake you got? You know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, you asked for it, so you didn't ask for What kind of cake you get? What kind of cake was it? Tell me. What's it called? I don't know. I, I, so, you don't know. I have two of my favorite cakes. I kind I of... forgot. <laughs> <laughs> they, they flip-flop for me. Sometimes I like red velvet cake. Sometimes I like strawberry cake. Because my, my mom can make some... I like, Amazing. I love ice cream cake. What's the cake oh. that Wait, makes? no. Thresh leches. Oh. My oh. mom always makes it for my birthday. It's delicious. Mm. Can, can you make one for my birthday? <laughs> November the 7th. Oh, well, guess what? My birthday's November 19th, so then you have a cake. Yes. <laughs> Are you coming down here? We, we have to go down there. I come over here. Yes. Because hey, <laughs> like, it's kind of trouble in college. Hey. <laughs> Hey, you do what I do. Yes. <laughs> Success. I'll do the thing, coverage. <laughs> I'm so cool. <laughs> I finally got friends. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm meeting Ariana Grande. <laughs> Totally do not have a crush. <laughs> not at all. No, I'm. Quiet I'm... game. I'll keep it secret from everyone else. <laughs> I got you, bro. <laughs> You're cool. <laughs> so, you have any questions? Yeah, well, what's your favorite sport? Uh, probably baseball. Oh, baseball. baseball, yeah. I played the Astros in a baseball group for disabled kids. It's in the Miracle League. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I played the Astros. Wait, well, what is the other one that you do on Thursday, remember? With the other, everybody, they're all adults. Do you remember what they called? Oh, softball. I just started like a few months back. Oh, cool. Do you like hitting? Do you like fielding? Wait, what's your favorite part? He likes running home runs. <laughs> hitting home runs. Like. That's what I like about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I like hitting the ball because I imagine it's your face. <laughs> Wait, mine specifically? You know what you do. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, you don't do it like that. You do it like, yes. How was I doing it? 
You were doing it like yes. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, you the full body motion. Yeah. Yes. Like that. Yes. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right I got it now. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> Although I, I'm not gonna smell it for stepping in. No, oh yeah, no. uh, we have a dog. <laughs> what kind of dogs do you have? English Bulldogs. What's his name? Or her name? So, did you step in poop? Amen. What is the name of the dog? <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting name. So, did you step in poop? That's a, that's a long name. It's hard to like yell if you like, got in trouble or something. What hey, so did you step in poop? Blotas <laughs> and Charlie. We have two dogs, right? Yeah. And what about your cats? Uh, there's my cat, which I named him Panda Cat, because I really love pandas. Don't judge me. I said, don't judge me. Quicksilver, which my brother found him, so he's his. So we don't really know if it's a girl or a boy cat. Okay. Oh, and also that cat really likes chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder y'all get along so well. <laughs> yeah. No wonder why we went to the hospital or the vet. <laughs> <laughs> so, um I have, a, I have a really important question for you. What? Are you a dog person or a cat person? Cat person. Okay. I love cat memes and internet <laughs> streams. I seriously think you do need to be a comedian, though, because, like... Stop. <laughs> what? So. Wait, so... Am I going to start singing or something? Oh, yeah, I want you to start singing yeah, and dancing. Yeah. Ready? <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Everything is awesome. <laughs> Everything is cool when you're proud of a king. Everything is awesome. <laughs> This is the Adrian dance. <laughs> Life is cool. Better when we stick together. Sabbath, you and I gonna live forever. Let's party forever. <laughs> there is nothing me and you can't do when we live in harmony. Everything is awesome. Everything is good when... Okay, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, hold on. Are you, are you going to go on The Voice? Because, like... It's kind of the perfect way to... <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> Maybe? <laughs> no? Yes? Do you see, how can I... We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll talk later. <laughs> Actually, I have written songs before. Really? Yeah. All right, well, I guess yeah, we're... thanks for coming on. Adrian, thank you very much. Yeah. Brenda, thank you for coming yeah, and thank you. visiting us and bringing your son. And... Okay. 
I do something first. What? Cut it. Cut the video when I scream. No, Cut. Thank you for listening to Team Luke Hope for Minds podcast. If you want to learn more, check out our website, teamlukehopeforminds.org, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. See you all next time.